Hi, I'm Tammy Bragg, and thank you for joining us on the Profitable Passions podcast. You'll hear real stories from real women exploring their passions and turning them into profits. They'll share how they got started, what they do, how they do it, and who they work with. And they'll share some great insights that you can use to get started in your own business that you'll love. I know it's hard to figure out what you want to do and who you want to serve. And as women, it's hard to look at ourselves and say we're good at this or that. And we totally undervalue our worth, our skills, and our talents. And a lot of times we're just afraid to get started. But we're our own worst enemies. It's time to break those chains and get out there and just do it. And if you need a boost of confidence, a quick tip, or amazing advice, you've come to the right place. Now, let's find out how we can help you create your profitable passions business. Hi guys, my special guest today is Tracy Sawyer. She is a traveling entrepreneur and mom helping course creators launch online with launchtechmadeeasy.com. Tracy helps people with online course and memberships with the tech required for a successful launch. She and her husband, Brett, follow their passion of traveling by living and working full-time in an RV while touring the U.S. with their two standard poodles. Tracy has over five years experience as a launch tech expert. She's helped dozens of online entrepreneurs gain clarity so they can launch their online course, mentorship, or other business project. Through her Launch Tech Academy, she helps clients set up the tech essentials and get their first launch under their belt. From there, she helps them refine skills and grow their list and make subsequent launches even better. Hi, Tracy. How are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I'm good. So you're, we're talking and you're in your RV. That is so cool. I love it. I love RVs and I love the RV lifestyle. Can you start out just by telling us a little bit about that and then we'll kind of get more into your story? Sure. So about three years ago, my husband and I said goodbye to our last kid, sent him away from home um, to go off to school. And we decided, you know, we're both working from home. And we didn't need to be staring at each other all day. So why not sell everything and hit the road? And so we bought an RV and we headed off to tour the country for what we thought was going to be three years. And that will be Labor Day weekend. And we really have no plans of ever stopping. Um, we enjoy the life so much and we're having such a good time and and seeing the sites that we've, and it works so well to be working together and traveling and, and doing all the things that we just decided we're just going to keep on going until we don't want to anymore. That's so nice. I love it. I, I've, I've always wanted to do that. We were talking about that right before we started recording that I've always wanted to do that. So I just think it's such a cool experience and you're getting to do that um, now while you have some, some opportunities, having kind of an empty nest situation. And a lot of people try to do it when they're in retirement, but it sounds like it's a good time for you to do it now. You know, it, it really is. We're having a lot of fun. We travel around and see our kids. They're going to school and living in all different parts of the country. So that part's really fun because, you know, they really wouldn't have the money to come see us as often as I'd like. But the other really neat thing is that we're running into older people that have retired and they look at us and they say, wow, that, that's really smart that you're doing this now. Because first of all, there it's, although RVing isn't hard, as you get older, it can be a little bit more difficult. There's a lot of bending and twisting and things that you sometimes have to do going up and down the stairs, um, some mechanical things you might have to worry about. But not only that, we are at 
at the point in our lives where we can go out and we can hike or we can explore different things. And I think when people wait until they're retired, particularly if they've had a desk job or worked in an office their whole life, they kind of felt feel like by the time they get out on the road, they're past that exploration phase of their life, or it is a little bit more um, physical than what they were looking for. And so they aren't able to fully experience it like we are. So um, a day for us might be getting up in the morning early. I was up at five o'clock this morning to take my first call because we're in the Pacific coast right now and working until noon and then taking a 10 mile hike this afternoon or five mile hike or whatever we want to do, walk on the beach. And then that's our day. And so we have a lot of flexibility and there's some days that we might work a 12 hour day because we did do a hike the day before. So we really love that about this life. It seems like it's really flexible and working from home and being able to have your own business um, allows for that type of lifestyle. That's really great. Yep, it really does. And we do have to have a certain amount of flexibility. You know, if, if we have bad weather or if a campground that we really wanted to go see is full, certainly COVID has played a role in all of this. But um, for the most part, we get to really determine what we want our lives to be. And that's something that... Honest to goodness, we look at each other. If we don't do it every day, we do it five days a week where we look at each other and we say, wow, we have an awesome, awesome life. And it's not all, you know, great, wonderful things. There are definitely days that we've had that we're like, are you kidding me? But you know what? Everybody has those days and we get to do it sometimes on the beach, like where we're staying right now. And sometimes, you know, next to a mountain. Um, And sometimes we might be in a Walmart parking lot. It just depends on our situation that particular day. But, you know, we get to choose and we get to like make the the most of whatever situation we're in. That's just awesome, though, that that you get to have those experiences because most people don't, you know. And you were saying, too, that um, you've seen a lot more families or you're seeing a lot of families on the campgrounds and and whole families are are living there and, and living that lifestyle. I've, I've heard about that, but I haven't seen it because I don't live in a campground, but mm-hmm. have you seen a lot more of that or, or on your adventures you've, you've, you've witnessed more? We have, you know, it's really interesting too. Um, we belong to a group called the full-time families. It's a membership group. And even though our kids are now grown and not traveling with us, they did travel with us in the past, not full time, but on some longer trips and we get to know these families. What I have found is people who on the outside looking in think that is a terrible way to raise kids. They aren't going to socialize. They aren't going to have a normal life. And of course, they're being homeschooled for the most part. But what we have found is these are the closest families and they're, the kids are so polite And it's so obvious when we are in an area, we all have stickers that go in our RVs that say full-time families so we can spot each other because there's thousands of members. And just being around that community of people is a completely different neighborhood feeling than we even got when we actually had a neighborhood. We have common interests. The kids have common interests. Whole groups of families will travel together for three months and then they might go their separate ways. They hold little different homeschooling groups together. So, you know, one mom might be teaching a particular craft and a dad might be teaching a math class and all the kids come together for that. But it's a lot of community and it's kind of cool. We're one of the first groups, first families in that group whose kids have now moved on and got to college. And so they kind of look to us as the mentors. Like, what does this mean when our kids start moving? We were sitting outside the other day and there are some some families here and we are, we're backed up to some trees and on the other side of the trees is a playground. 
And we haven't actually, we have our own children traveling with us right now. So we haven't really sought out the other families. But when we, we were listening to kids play on the playground and for a brief second, we heard screaming. And I remember saying to my husband, that's not going to last very long because, you know, kids make happy, like fun, loud noises, but they don't in this group of kids the general rule is the kids are so well, so respectful and so well behaved. There's no screaming allowed because screaming means somebody's stealing you or you got bit by something or, you know, something bad is happening. And no, no doubt within two seconds, the screaming stopped and it hasn't happened again. And the kids have been, there's, there's a ton of kids here right now. And so if there's a community that forms when you're all living in tight spaces together, that doesn't happen when you have to drive to soccer practice and you have to drive to Taekwondo and you, you might know your neighbors or you might not, you know, it's all, it's so kind of artificial out in the real world, but yet our world tells us that that's normal. I think what's happening here is so organic, especially for families and so fun and so um, rewarding. I know there's got to be listeners out here who's who's thinking that that lifestyle is the lifestyle that they want and, you know, wanting to create businesses so that they can do that or work from home, um, find something that they can mm-hmm. do to work from home. So I appreciate you talking about that and kind of explaining the, the lifestyle and how that works. So let's get into your story about how you started your business and, and who you help and just take it from there. Well, it's actually kind of come full circle. So when I started, I was a VA working at home. I had, uh, my kids went to public school, but I um, stayed home. You know, I was home during the day so that they were to be there for them or whatever. And uh, the virtual assistant, the profession of being a virtual assistant was really new. Like when I told people I was a VA, they're like veterans affairs. Like nobody understood what a VA was. They thought it had something to do with like a hospital somewhere. And so um, I went from, so that was about 10 years ago, working with entrepreneurs and just helping them set up their technology, send out their newsletters, do a little bit with their websites, basic things like that. And as I grew my skills and my clients started changing, I realized there was a thing called launching online and, and an online launch, we've all probably been a part of one without even realizing it, is when you're following somebody and all of a sudden you get an email and they say, you know what, I'm going to offer this course, or I'm going to be doing a class on something, a webinar, or I have this membership and you get a couple of emails from them. You might attend a webinar or a class, and then they they sell you something at the end. That's called an online launch. And I had a knack for that. And in particular, I had a knack for the technology it required to put one of those together. And, you know, it's from collecting the emails and and putting together landing pages, which is where you give somebody your, your email address to get some kind of free offer in return. And putting the technology together, a lot of people were teaching, like, how to launch or what a launch was, but very few people were teaching that tech component. Mm-hmm. And it and it worked for me. Like it made sense in my brain. The cool thing about it is that now in the community that we live in, the with the all of the full-time families and the other, there's a lot of people like us too who are either empty nesters or perhaps they aren't empty nesters, but they just, you know, they just don't have kids or they don't have kids yet. They're working from home or they're or they're working from their RV. I say working from home and they're traveling, but they don't know how they're going to make any money while they're on the road. And usually, not always, but usually one parent is doing um, homeschooling or, you know, something like that. And then the other parent is doing something online. And so it really fits well together because I can help those people with their technology needs. 
certainly not all my clients are on the road, but it, it just is an interesting fit for the fact that I am surrounded by people working on the road with us. In fact, on the back of our RV, you can't see it from here, but we have a we have an antenna that goes 13 feet up in the air that is our Wi-Fi. And we have all different kinds of Wi-Fi and internet options for being on the road. And so people all the time when we pull in and set up, will come over and that's the big topic. Like, what are you getting for Wi-Fi? What's your upload speed? What's your download speed? How, you know, because that's, that's our jargon, right? That's, yeah, that's how <laughs> yeah. we talk. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> I love it though that is so neat yeah I mean there's probably all kinds of little experiences like that that, it, that just happen when you're in that kind of space versus out here and we're trying to worry about whether or not a storm's outside which was, yeah. is right now <laughs> and whether or not it's going to take our internet now <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> so tell me like who as far as your clientele, who's who do you work with the most? So I work primarily with online course and membership creators. So somebody who, you know, and it could be somebody who has a crafting skill, like a wreath maker who makes the beautiful wreaths that go on your front door year round, not just at Christmas. It could be somebody like that who is really good at making wreaths and knows that she could do this course online. She just doesn't know that technology piece. So I come in and help her kind of, okay, you know, this is how we would do it. And then I'll set up some of those pieces for her. So I'm not teaching the classes for her, or I'm not teaching her how to teach the classes because that's her genius zone. I'm just helping her to get to the point where she can focus on her genius zone and not have to worry so much about all of that confusing tech stuff that really it's a completely different skill set than most people have. And a lot of people will say, I'm not techie. I don't understand tech. It's sort of like saying, you know, I don't know how to ride a bike. You, you don't, no one's born known how to, and it makes no sense. Like you're balancing and you're pedaling and you're steering. It's like all the things, but once you've learned, it's not a problem. Everybody, you know, once you've learned can just get back on a bike. I mean, at least everybody I've ever met can do that and they can keep, um, they can keep riding even if time goes by, but it's a skill you've learned. Technology is the same way. It's not that it's something that you are good or not good at. That's a story that people tell themselves. It's a matter of whether or not you have learned properly how to do the different pieces or whether you've just decided. I think there's a misconception that, oh, going online is super easy. Anybody can do it. But the reality is there are some tricks. It would be like going to a brand new job, sitting down at a desk and being able to just immediately do that job. You know, there's, there's some learning involved. And so I help with that learning process. Oh, interesting. So tell tell me a little bit about like, do you do that all the time or do you do offer other types of services? Like um, if they're not launching, do you offer any other services that can help them as well? Yep. So I also, I have a course or a, I'm sorry, I have a membership called Launch Tech Academy. So that offers support for people ongoing. Maybe they're not ready to launch right now, but they want to get the pieces set up because they know they're going to launch in six weeks or six months and they want to kind of start getting that process set up. It's a membership where they can come to me and say, Tracy, I need help with this. Can you help me? And I, you know, there's, there's live calls and coaching and things like that. I also do some one-on-one -on -one work with people. Um, so maybe they come to me and they say, I'm not ready to launch yet, but I really do need to start collecting email addresses, but I do not understand active campaign or AWeber or mailer light. And those are all email services that, um, one of the things about having a business online that a lot of people don't realize when they're first starting out is you cannot just use your Gmail or your 
Yahoo account or whatever free account, um, there is laws against that. So if you're going to do business online, you need to have a business email. You need to use an email service provider, an ESP. And some of those are MailChimp, uh, MailerLite, ActiveCampaign, AWeber. So I can hop in and say, I can get that set up for you so that you can start collecting email addresses. And then that way you can start, you know, like start slow. Um, it's not a jump in off the deep end when the water's freezing cold and sink or swim. There's, there are some progressions that you can go through. And so I do some one-on-one -on -one work with that too. And then you probably keep up with um, the different email laws and stuff like that, that they would need to be um, aware of and all the different little pieces that you'd have to do to, to make sure you're in compliance. Yep. Yep. And there are, the reality is there are laws out there that you can run up against. I mean, everything from can spam is something that people are pretty familiar with. That's what it has to do with the unsubscribe link at the bottom of every commercial email you get where you can one click unsubscribe. But then there's other more complicated laws like GDPR, which is a European law that we have to comply to if we have anybody on our email list that's from Europe. Um, but there are also other things that you have to be aware of with you know, how do you wind up in people's inbox on Gmail rather than in their promotions folder? And how do you stay out of the spam folder? And, you know, those types of things. And, and so there are some ins and outs to knowing those types of rules and regulations. Oh, yeah, that would, I mean, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like it's really complicated, but it doesn't have to be, especially if you uh, work with someone like Tracy, because, you know, then you can go and just say, okay, Tracy, what do I need to do? And how do I need to do this? And can you just direct me in the right direction? Or can you just do it for me and help me out here? Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, and the reality is I used to decide, you know, I'm, I was a mom. So I was trying to be everybody's mom. And I was like, okay, no, I'm not doing it for you. You need to learn how to do this yourself. And then I realized, you know what, if I'm a wreath maker or I'm a dog groomer or something like that, you know, I really, they don't need to know how to do it all. If I set it up and show them how to send an email, that's probably all they're going to need. And so that's where I kind of backed off of the, you need to learn how to do this yourself mm -hmm. because um, I think it's good. Like, you know, if you own a retail location, if you have a store, you're never going to say, oh, I'm not going to learn how to run the cash register. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hire somebody to run that cash register. Because if the person doesn't show up, you can't make a sale, right? So you, yeah. you, if you're going to have online business, you do need to commit to knowing some component of the technology. You just don't need to know it at the level at which I need to know it to help mm -hmm. you. So, I, you know, there's kind of a, there's a fine line there. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Well, how can our listeners find you? I know that you have a website and, and uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? And if you have any other places that they can find you and, and use yep. your services? My website is launch, L-A-U-N-C, well, I've never spelled it out before, launch, L-A-U-N-C-H, <laughs> launchtechmadeeasy.com. <laughs> never thought about having to recite that out loud when I picked that name because that's a really long name but it's <laughs> launchtechmadeeasy.com um, and on there if you if you're interested in finding out more about launching or the different pieces that are involved or whatever there's a freebie on there called um, the launch um, tech roadmap and mm -hmm. so you can log you can opt in for that and you get like this is what an email service is this would connect to this, this would, and it kind of maps out for you the process of setting up a launch online. Not everybody that I work with launches, like we talked about earlier, but it kind of gives you an idea of that flow and all of those different steps that are involved. If it is something that you're interested in, there's also all kinds of articles on there about things like, 
you know, how to shoot a video, how to all different kinds of tech things, um, writing subject lines, doing different things like that. So you can kind of hunt around on there and find all kinds of blogs. And for four or five years, I've been shooting videos and blogs, and it's a good resource for people who are just kind of interested in finding out more about being online in general. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, there's things on there that I saw that if I would have had it when I first started out, it would like have cut down my um, learning curve a whole lot. <laughs> well, that's just... my goal. So I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it is confusing when you first get online, you feel like, wait a minute, I've got to have landing pages and I've got to have emails and I've got to have it hooked up a certain way. And mm -hmm. oh my goodness, you know, opt-ins and lead magnets and all that stuff. And it's, and once you start like actually learning it, it's not too hard, but it's just a little overwhelming in the beginning. And, and it's all mm -hmm. new lingo and jargon that you're just not used to <laughs> once you learn it you're good to go I remember well the first couple times I tried to do something I was like I don't even know what the like I took a course and the guy was talking about you need to do this on a landing page I'm like I don't even know what a landing page is and then when I finally got it set up and I tried to test it out it didn't work because I hadn't hooked it up to anything you know so there's definitely a learning process involved do you have um, social media sites that they can check you out as well I do on Instagram. I am Techie Tracy. Techie is with an IE at the end, and Tracy is with an IE at the end. And then on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash launch tech made easy. Oh, great. Great. Well, I encourage everyone out there that is needing some kind of email help or needing to get set up on their tech and then launch, um, talk to Tracy. I appreciate you being on here, Tracy, and safe travels to you. And I appreciate you so much for being on and telling us about all the different things that you've got going on. Well, thank you, Tammy, for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some great insights in this episode. You'll find our guest information, links, and bio in the show notes and on our website, ProfitablePassions.com. I'm Tammy Bragg, and I hope you'll listen to future episodes as we have more great stories from incredible women who want to share their journeys with you. So we can attract more awesome guests. We would appreciate it if you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and tell your friends about it. Thanks again for listening to the Profitable Passions podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode.